other forms, Dhamma practice. This is the offering of alms food, taking the meal, tidying up. These are interesting, significant moves because they are moves where we may unconsciously, you know, just go back to old habits. that offering food is not not having dinner. It's not the same thing as af- as having a meal. It's it's using food to express certain qualities of generosity, of sharing, of no options. Try to cultivate that. Using food to generate particular skillful qualities of mind. Using the uh, whole process of uh, taking meal to generate particular qualities. And these primarily will be uh, bringing forth the sense of gratitude and sharing and offering, uh, composure and restraint, so we're not getting, you know, buried in our tastes, or what we imagine, how much we need to eat, but really restraining that and taking our time. Offering food, recognizing this precious gift that we we have to in order to sustain our our welfare, and so we eat with an attitude of um, what does it take to just keep this body going, so that the uh, <coughs> distress of hunger or the uh, is is removed, and yet the distress of overeating isn't added. <laughs> and if you get those two balances, where you can recognise the distress of hunger because it tends to grip and push, but the distress of overeating is also uh, stressful and actually lasts for a long time. The stress of hunger, a kind of hunger we might experience in this session is not particularly problematic. It's a little bit stressful, uh, but the mind is not, you know, it's awake. The stress of overeating is the mind gets heavy and that can take many hours for it to change. So we're careful about that. This is quite a process of, of direct wisdom to sense, you know, what do your eyes see, what do your habits have, and then try to find a place we may not really ever um, cultivate it. What does the body need? You know, I don't know, because I always had an idea of what it needed or what tasted good, but actually you, you've got to kind of experiment a little bit with it to see just um, sometimes it doesn't need very much. One day it might not need much. Other days it might need a little more. Uh, so it takes some time to to cultivate, trying to find out. And the first thing to cultivate is to not give too much attention to the food with your eyes, because your eyes don't eat anything. And they often uh, are uh, uh, distracted by the sight and the perception. 
gratification perception or distaste. Don't like that. Try to uh, avoid getting too caught in the taste. So if we focus on the act of making up some food, a spoon is take up, this training is to make up not a complete heaped spoon, but a kind of level spoon. Take your time to make up a level spoon of food, put it in the mouth and then focus on the act of chewing. What it takes to chew food and swallow it. If you focus on that, you'll body will pretty soon know when you've had enough of doing this. This is getting kind of tedious, really. (laughs) Because that's a direct bodily thing, to chew food and swallow it. Whereas the odor or the taste is kind of very much subject to mental impressions. So focus on, it's a slower process, chewing, swallowing, taking it down, take your time body will receive that. And then at a certain point it will say, I think that's about it. That's probably about it. There's no particular pressure now for my body to take more food. It's, it's not asking for more. It's saying, you know, there's room for more, but it's not asking for any more. So it's gone quiet. Good, well, that's enough. <laughs> you don't get it right the first day, maybe. You see, you practice with it. It is a Dhamma practice and quite a significant one because in this we're directly handling the mental impression of my own taste, what I like, you know, I like bean sprouts or I like, I don't know, burgers or something or the other and this is what I got. (laughs) So you're tackling that, those mental impressions and the visual impression, oh, that looks really good, oh, more of that, oh, yeah, another one of those. Tackling that and the taste impression, tackling that. So there's quite a lot of practice in just tackling, meeting those and, uh, you know, okay, just put that aside and feel, try to feel what feels about right. And you don't expect to get it right on day one, but that's our training this way. And then tidying up, and of course, tidying up, uh, it's, it's uh, quite a profound practice, very profound, because I've noticed very different uh, attitudes. Some people are just really, really tidy every last thing, you know, and, and do it very fast. Mop the floor, everything like that. Super speed, super intensity to to uh, get every last thing swept and tidied and neat. There's that. Impressive. It's impressive. Other people, well, you know, wipe a rag over the clothes table, that's good enough. <laughs> and somewhere in between the two, you know, we may think, oh, this isn't meditation, just that's good enough. That's not right. No, that's not right. And then just getting in intense about it, that's not quite right either. But notice what your your sankharas, your conditioning eight your conditioning actions, your conditioning your conditioned responses are. Yeah, and again you can't figure out how how tidy should it be, you know. 
how clean should it be? But you can notice just taking your time, maybe just slow a little, slow it down just a little bit. You don't have to do it super slow, but just slow it down enough so you can feel staying in your body with a happy mind, not a frantic mind, not a dull mind, but a happy mind staying in your body. How would this be so it feels nice for other people? I respect the efforts people have made to cook the food. I want to to reciprocate that. I want to share that quality given to me by preparing food, by making it nice. And that attitude. And of course, we're still going to have slightly different standards, but that's expected. You know, we don't always have the same degree of attention or same standards, but that's, that's fine because if there's 50 of us we're kind of working together. We'll balance out each other's <laughs> attitudes to get to something that's, you know, an agreeable communal norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and essentially it's to try to just pause, relax. The first, first impression that comes to your mind, re- just stop that. It doesn't take long, a few, 10 seconds. First impression, just pause, stop that, breathe out and then just come into your body and see if you can come into your entire body in a comfortable way, in a happy mind with a sense of generosity and sharing and care with what you do when you tidy up and so then you feel, you know, the world is not tidy essentially but we we make some kind of an effort but the world is not a tidy place, but you make this is <laughs> you make a reasonable effort, and that's good enough. Try again tomorrow. Learn, learn, learn. And so, the uh, for those who are not familiar with it, we'll gather downstairs, and then the occasion is for those people who. I believe who'd like to, you can offer food. So this is for a, a bhikkhu, for those who are not familiar with that. We can only uh, consume food that's been directly offered to us. Not just, oh, please help yourself, but you have to pick it up. If it's a pot or something like that, or a spoon, you directly pick it up and you make sure they've either got hold of it with their hands or often the case they'll just have a cloth down because of various things, food may be hot or something, you put it on the cloth, they're directly connected to the cloth, it kind of counts, you know? <laughs> so then, you know, if you don't want to get too close to the monk, you can stand back a little bit and put it on the cloth. You know? And then take whatever's suitable. And as you do so, just try to get, bring up into mind that quality of, of dana, a little sharing, you know, because it's only through people doing this, that this monastic community has kept going for 2,500 years through doing that. So it's a pretty important Dhamma quality to keep the, this living teaching uh, alive and lived. And then take your own food and, you know, there's 50 of you going to find out how to do it in an unhurried way where we give each other space, no pressing, no pushing, uh, just kind of offer each other a chance, please go ahead, you know. Um, so that it's, it's done in a way where the whole process has got a nice, friendly, communal feel to it. And we're moving into a, 
uh, forming a group. Whereas we've been in ones and twos, now we're trying to operate as a group of 50 or 60. So it takes a little bit of, you know, cooperation and give and take to make that the case. And then after the, then of course I'll give the Anamodana, which is the blessing chant, which is an acknowledgement of the act of goodwill and the efforts they've gone through preparing and offering the food. Yeah. And so please bear, bear that, all that in mind. Tidy up, take a rest, or go for a walk or something. Stay within the center. And uh, we'll come back here about uh, 2.30 uh, for another... Uh, group community group session thank you